what exactly are you bringing to the table when it comes to a relationship? In my younger years, it was about what can you do for me? Because I was very selfish. I was young and selfish. I didn't get it. I thought a relationship was, was about what can you do to make me happy? How far are you willing to go to make me happy? It didn't occur to me that I was one half of the relationship. And I think that's where I really went wrong back in the day. You got buyers and you got sellers, right? That's, that's what this world runs on, currency. And it depends on what you're doing. If you're constantly buying, you know, what are you selling? There was a barter system back in the day before money. If, something, if somebody had something you wanted, you had to negotiate what you had in order to get it. You know, and I'm sure back in the day it was food. Or say your kids needed shoes, but you didn't know how to make shoes. And you didn't have, any, you didn't have anything to barter with, so maybe you grew crops. Hey, I'll give you a 10-pound bag of potatoes for a pair of shoes from a kid here. Right? Give and take. Buyers and sellers. That's how I see relationships now. Is But here's the thing. A lot of us don't think about what do I have to offer in exchange for what I want. That's the other half of the equation what do I have to offer somebody else to give me what I want because it's not just about you a relationship is two people two separate entities that are trying to make it work right have you ever been um, to a house that looks just super beautiful on the outside and you go inside and you're like what the fuck it doesn't match right? Somebody could be so beautiful. Somebody you think is just so beautiful. And then you spend some time with them and you're like, holy shit, there's not a whole lot going on here. Right? I'm sure when you get into your 40s and 50s, you're starting to understand what I'm saying about relationships. Um, understanding the world. Understanding yourself. That's a big one, understanding who you are. And so in my last relationship that I'm still currently in after almost 11 years, um, understanding what's important and what's not, gauging a situation, is this worth fighting about? Is this worth um, giving everything up for? You know, for some people, he didn't take out the garbage. He doesn't understand me. If he could just do that. And you're like, take it out yourself. Well, that's how I feel about it. If the garbage not being taken out when you tell this person to do it is going to upset your whole world, you're a lot to handle. And I was that person. 
you know, why doesn't this person just do what I tell them to do? If they would just do it, everything would be okay. This person doesn't understand that. And that's okay, too. Somebody needs to stand up to you. Somebody needs to not put up with your bullshit. You know, figuring it out. It's tough. It's really tough. But what do you have to offer? Are you honest? Are you kind? Are you generous? Are you truthful? Are you balanced? Do you take things to extremes? Do you break things? Do you play the victim? Are you constantly sick? Uh, do you not have know how to deal with life? There are so many factors in relationships. It's just mind-blowing. So if you find somebody who can deal with half your shit, that's about a win right there. Now, I'm going to go a little higher with 80, 80%. Right? We all know that movie, Why Did I Get Married? Tyler Perry's. I love that. The 80-20 rule. The most you're going to get with somebody is 80%. And if you've got that, shit. You better not let that go. That's a big deal. Some people settle for 10% and are trying and begging and pleading for this person to be the other 90%. I need you to be like this. Okay, but I don't I don't have that. Okay, but I need you to do this. If you love me, you'll do it. And that person, everybody's pulling their goddamn hair out because somebody's not getting what they want and the other person can't deliver. And that's why there's struggle and strife and chaos and everything that makes you insane. And we live in a culture that if you can't give me what I want, you're a fucking asshole. Right? Isn't that what we do? It's your fault I'm unhappy because of you. No, no, it's because of you. Because you're walking into a store that only offers fruit and you're looking for a vegetable. Right? Why don't you have what I need? Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't sell that here. I don't, I don't have it. Is this starting to make sense to you? Of why you're unhappy in your current relationship or non-relationship? And I like that Dane Cook dude who says relationship. You know, I don't think many people know how to walk away peacefully. This isn't working out. I need to go. Somebody always has to be fucking bitter and pissed off and it's not fair and that, that, that. In other words, that's what it comes down to. You're a big fucking crybaby because you didn't get what you want. The adult goes, you know, this, this ain't working and, and, and I'm not happy and I know you're not happy. You know, let's just go ahead and part ways, and let's and let's be okay. Like, where's that conversation? Or for people who have already been divorced, like me, a few times. You know, I actually texted my second ex-husband, and um, I remember I was working uh, for this company, and I worked B shift, and it was around. It's going to be Christmas time. And I remember being such a bitch 
to this man about buying me a five-pound box of chocolate, I threw the biggest hissy fit because he knew I was on a diet, I was going to the gym, and how fucking dare you buy me chocolate? Here's, here's the kicker. This man knew I loved chocolate. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world, right, chocolate. Because I didn't know how to balance chocolate. Because I was, oh, I'm never going to eat chocolate again. I'm on a diet. It's all or nothing. You know, and here's this poor man trying to make me happy because he knew that was the one thing that did. And I basically ruined Christmas. And so I texted him and I said, you know, do you remember that Christmas you bought me chocolate? And I totally became psycho. Yeah, what is bringing this up? And it it really, I feel like, truly started the righting my wrongs. And it became very important to me that I acknowledge the manipulative, selfish, horrible, nightmare of a life that I've been a few times. Because, again, it was about me. And in order to be in a successful relationship, I was going to have to give as much as I was getting in order to balance it out and keep a person that I love. But I also had to find somebody that understood that as well. In fact, he understood it way, way more than I did. He understood the power of patience, the power of core values. Okay, does this person have values, morals, and ethics? Do they believe in not cheating their fellow human being no matter what? The principles of being a good person. Now, he also understood I have flaws. And could he live with these flaws? I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And expecting somebody to be perfect is going to be extremely painful for you extremely. So if you're in pain right now, where is it stemming from? Where is that root? That's that's huge, recognizing that. I spent almost two years alone trying to figure out who I was and what I was looking for in another human being. These are all questions If you're 40 and over and you're single or dating or married for the second, third, fourth time, you know, people put a big stigma on getting divorced. And that's a lot of pressure to put on another human being because that's what you think success is. You know what success is? Being happy, whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're married. Are you happy? That is the true measure of success. I used to be embarrassed and ashamed of the several relationships that I have. But I've taken what I've learned from those marriages that didn't work out and applied them. I use them as tools to navigate and have a successful marriage in the one I'm in now. Now, we're complete, complete opposites, opposites. 
the man is a pacifist, a hippie, educated, very, 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 very well-rounded. I mean, just smart, thinking ahead. You know, he is everything I'm not, all right? I'm very, uh, I'm still a little stubborn, but I've, I've loosened up a lot. I'm, I'm very picky about what I'm stubborn about. Um, you know, my dad was in the military for 22 years, grew up military style. I joined the military, um, started to see school as something as important to me because where there's knowledge, there's power, right? And I don't mean acquired wealth and la-di-da, snobby bullshit like that. I'm talking about being smart and aware of who you are and what other people are. Being smart enough to recognize what somebody wants from you. And are you okay with that? I've learned how to read people. I've learned how to read people um, on who I used to be. I had to do some major changing in order to move forward, self-aware. I like nice things, but am I going to beg, borrow, and steal to have it? No. What I have 20 years ago, what do I have to do to get this? Keeping up with the Joneses, right? I, I left that behind because it just left me in debt. I don't like being in debt. I don't like letting things own me. And that was a lesson I had to repeat several times in order to see it's just stuff. It causes havoc in relationships. Like, I don't know, let's say around Christmas time, oh, my God, we got to max out the cards because we got to make sure everybody that we know gets something. And your significant other is going, why? We don't have the funds to do that. Because it would be embarrassing, and I'm not going to be embarrassed at our Christmas party. Everybody has to have something. Okay, but we're, we're going we're gonna to be in debt over this. Like, I don't know how long this is going to take to pay. Well, then we'll get more credit cards. Does that sound like a happy relationship to you? Somebody always getting their way, and you got to pay for it? Not any fun. Again, you're your own storefront. What do you have to, what are you selling, right? What do you have to offer? And what are you bartering with? And for what? That is extremely important in a relationship. And the, the bottom line is knowing who you are and what you have to offer in order to get what you want. And you have to have some negotiation skills. That's a big one, too. Some people, I didn't know how to negotiate. I just knew what I wanted, and I better get it. And the reason I share this with you is because I see that in a lot of relationships. I've heard a woman say, um, yeah, my husband doesn't like for me to dress the dog up in clothes. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy whatever outfit I want just to, just to spite him. Oh, that's. That's real healthy. Spite. A marriage, a relationship that carries spite. That, that's going to get pretty heavy real quick. All right, so think about the things you say. Think about the things you do. Think about the things you invite. Think about all of that. 
you could you could just about blow a fuse trying to make sense of it. But you gotta start somewhere with someone. And that's you right now. <laughs>